Making talk radio great again. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. So you got Eric Adams selling the city of New York out. You got Tiffany Henyard selling her area out. And then she says, well, but I'm black. And then all the black constituents are like, I don't give a damn. But see, this is this is all that liberals can can run on now is their identity because they have no merit. And so this is happening at the airlines too. Oh, you're in midair, and uh, well, is my flight pilot capable or is his skin color right? And so Matt Walsh has discovered and obtained internal footage where the whole conversation is all about getting white people out of the cockpit, getting white people out of aviation. Again, I, I don't care whoever whoever is the best pilot is who I want flying my plane. But these people are obsessed with skin color. Here's part of it which this clip exposes that they not only don't understand um, that they're racists, but they don't even seem to understand anything about basic aviation and the process of becoming a pilot in clip 14. And, and we're looking at that, but we're also looking at really a need across the agency to recruit and retain a diverse uh, population of folks. And as you mentioned, no earlier, you know how much that adds to, to the, the process um, what, what do you think are some of the key points that we need to remember uh, as we as we embark on this challenge going forward? Oh, that, oh, that's uh, that, that's a pretty good um, a pretty good question. I think one of one of the things we need to now is that everyone else is embarking on the same thing, right? Just across the system, so competition is going to be um, competition is going to be it's just going to be really heavy, right? So, a I think we. Um, we need to know that. I think it's going to th take some um, some creativity. You heard uh, Tim saying he and I had talked about, and we're going to you all is, you know, are there opportunities for any partnerships um, with uh, universities or trade schools that specialize? Um, we kind of talked about from you know ramp to cockpit. Is there some things that we would want to there look at? There it is. That's um, what you there. need. So the guy the guy. Uh putting your bags just oh you've been doing bags for four years let's put you in the cockpit now that's how it worked all right now ladies and gentlemen what you're about to see here is real trans lovers trying to decide what to do with their removed testicles in their shared fridge uh, for your enjoyment here's a couple of trans lovers extremely confused I'm, I'm confused here let's see if we can sort it all out so in Mr. Wojciechowski's response, he admits that he possessed the medical specimen and he admits that he disposed of them. Okay. I am suing for the return of them and damages in the amount of $6,500. She had had her testicles removed. I believe if I recalled correctly, it was March 23rd and they were left in the fridge. I wanted nothing to do with it. I thought it was odd, but... I try not to judge because everybody's a little different. It fits what made her happy, whatever. I want nothing to do with them. Um, I'm not one for body parts and all that stuff. It's kind of gross, actually. Um, it's part of her twisted humor, not mine. So and they were in the house from March, April to... They were there from April 2022 until July of 2023 when I disposed of them. Yeah, so because... Um, That physical anomaly has One been woman a point of stress in my life since I can remember. And my middle name that I chose is D because my whole life I've been called Big D. I'm D from Stop D. It. And I thank God that these D's nuts were extracted. 
and they were put into a biohazard bag. And for shits and giggles, I put them in a mason jar, and I put them in the fridge next to the eggs. Um, so let me ask you this, was the conversation ever from you, I'm done with you, could you please get your, your testicles out of my refrigerator? That never came up, and if they were so important to her, I don't understand why she didn't grab them then. So, so the amount that I'm claiming is for the damages of not having these nuts with me. I want them in my fridge, not his. I'm not sure why right. he would want to keep them. All right. The damages were the loss of these nuts. All right. Look, either Alex Stein is going to have to retire or step up his game. Can you get your balls out of my fridge, please? Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I've, I've cut down to one. And, uh, it, it, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. I will do to the growing books when I become Secretary of State. Let's go. Welcome to the main event. Applying pressure, but I promise ain't make it This book's from Missouri Public Library. When I'm in office, they will burn. That's Valentina Gomez, and she is in studio with me now. And I, I really want to get into this issue that I think has spurred her into running for office, but she can speak for herself, and that's the grooming of children. And, and and she herself, as a Division One college athlete, knows what it's like because she has brothers, so she would compete against brothers, and that may have made her a better athlete so she could compete and win against women when she was a Division One swimmer. But so were you shocked? Because I would imagine I've seen it from parents. I've talked to parents. I've been to some of these events. I've been to some of these city council meetings. They find the books that are in the libraries. They find the books that are in the classroom, and you think, well, maybe it's a little mundane. Maybe it's a little subtle. It's not. It's direct. It's in your face. Were you shocked when you saw these books that they're showing to children? And more specifically, the books you found in the Missouri Library. Yes. Uh, first of all, this is all a coordinated attack against the children. And this has been happening for years. And the thing is that the beautiful thing about this is that 
the pedophiles have exposed themselves. On my comment section, look at all of the news outlets that have come out against me. So these are the pedophile news outlets now. MSNBC, Newsweek, The New York Post, all coming out against me because I pointed out the fact that a four-year-old cannot be sucking the dick, excuse my language, of a 40-year-old. So oh, That's in one of the books, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, that is in one of the books. And I am not for pedophiles, for groomers to be involved with children. What are we doing? Well, here's what they're doing. They admitted so much in Axios this morning. Gen Z is less religious and less Republican than other generations. See, this is what it's all about. They they don't really care about destroying the children. It's part of a it's part of an agenda. So what they figure is, oh well, if we destroy the children, we tell the children, hey, you can be a boy, you can be a girl, you can be this, you can be that. It doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or not. If you have common sense, which is now seemingly only Republicans, you say, hey, you're not a boy, you're not this, you're you're a boy, you're a girl, you're whatever you were born with. This is what you were born with. Well, then the Democrats come in and they say, oh, no, your parent hates you. Your parent's a transphobe. So it's all political. They, will, they, they have now proven, they've now shown that they will willfully, gleefully destroy children for their political agenda. It is, like I said before, it is all coordinated. And the children are the seeds of the future. They are future leaders. And now we're tainting their identity, telling them that who they are is wrong. And that the books that it is providing to them is what they have to become. So these people, they want to put the greatest video, got taken down, and now we're back. And where, did they, where did they take it down from? So they took it down from Instagram. And first they took it down. Me. They put a, a hateful content warning, and they limited the vision for people to see it on X. Then, What is the story with those books specifically? So they're from the Missouri Library. So those yeah. books you got from the Missouri Library, and, and what was inside of them? You mentioned one of them has features direct pedophilia. Direct pedophilia, grooming, and before I even go into this even further, this is what is happening is that Donald Trump and I are basically in the way of the groomers because they want to come. They're coming after me. They're coming after. Well, that's good. I mean, the fact that that you're on their radar means that they're they're afraid of you. Yeah. Effective. Yeah, and they're trying to remove me from the ballot, just like President. Oh, really? Yes. In so, Missouri. In Missouri. It's going to start now. I mean, Missouri's and, probably top 10 conservative states, I would say. I mean, St. Louis and Kansas City water down because they're really blue. But but really, Missouri is pretty much bright. I mean, it's, it's dark red, I would say. The problem is that we have weak leaders. We have very weak leaders. Rhinos, our current governor, weak as well. I have called them out, called them out very, very, for a very long time, countless of times, in regards to him selling out Missouri to China, they didn't do anything. You're talking and about Parsons. Parson, yes. Parson. And thankfully, he's no longer going to be governor. But still, whoever comes to lead our state has to be strong, has to stand up against the groomers. And if he hasn't done so in, during the time in office, then he shouldn't be running or he shouldn't become elected governor. That's well, the I thing. Think, uh, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't give Parsons an F. He, I mean, all the Republican leadership is weak at some degree. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to get these people, like, up. You know what I mean? It's like, let's try to get them up on our level. But I understand the frustrations a lot. So you go to the library, you rent these books. Now, if you would have posted what was in these books on Instagram, they probably wouldn't have banned you. If you would have been like, oh, look, here's a 40-year-old and a 4-year-old having sex. It's in this book. Then they would have said, hey, that's great. Let's put that to the top. But because you said, no, I don't want this, they decided to censor your video. Exactly. And then Instagram took it down. I called my, um, well, I called for Mark Zuckerberg to reinstate me, reinstate my views. 
It happened about, I would say, 10 hours later. And this is a problem that Republicans, conservative people like me are having. We're being censored left to right. And that's not okay because we're speaking up for the children. We're speaking up for our rights, for the right things. You can be gay all you want. I don't care. Just don't put this stuff in children's faces. Yeah, this is not way, for, for children to see. We've got plenty of gay people in America today, and they didn't need this stuff Mm-mm. when they were young. Absolutely to, not. To figure out whatever their sexuality was when they were an adult. But, okay, now let's talk about the athletics part. Now, I didn't know this coming in. I knew you were a Division One athlete. I didn't know you had brothers. I had a uh, – well, I, I have a sister. She was a great athlete as well. Maybe that's because she was, you know, competing with me when we were growing <laughs> up. But then she got to compete with girls, and she had a fair playing field, and she was able to be successful. Now – you have guys competing as women, specifically in swimming. How outrageous is this? If you saw, if when you were swimming in college, if you saw a man walk into the locker room and say, I'm, I'm competing against girls, what would you have done? I would tell him, fuck you. You're not competing against me. She doesn't me. care about the FCC no, at don't. all, guys. I don't. All right, One thing if you we guys find, to- <laughs> I'm calling your campaign. One thing you guys need to know is that I'm not controlled by anyone. No special interest. I have rejected millions of dollars that have been offered to me because I want to do the right thing for the people of Missouri, for the people of the United States. And I love this country too much to sell myself out. And in regards to men mocking women, these are weak men that are mocking us, that are taking over our spaces, taking over our sports, because they couldn't make it in their field. So now their mental illness have already infiltrated our sports. And that's why I'm standing with Riley Gaines, because this piece of shit, right? Leah Thomas. Are we out of, all right, you have to stop cursing. We only have so many curse words we can say in a segment. Do we have enough right, dump? My right. she, you really are a flamethrower. My goodness. Yes, yes. Expect the unexpected, but be damn sure that I'm going to be truthful and I'm, I'm going to be authentic with you guys because that's who I am and I'm not going to apologize for that. The gloves are off. I'm no longer being nice. Kids are getting mutilated. So, yeah, nice is out the window. Well, we had a video, we featured it earlier this week, and Canada's a little more in this crazed state of things than we are. And it was a female volleyball tournament, and half the people on the court were were men pretending to be women. And then they shoot, and, and it actually is kind of heartbreaking. You have the men on the court playing, pretending they're females, and then they shoot over to the sidelines, and on the bench is all the girls. The girls are riding the bench because the dudes are in there playing as women. That's the problem. The... Canadian citizens stayed quiet. They complied. That's the problem. They complied and now they're suffering for their actions. And that's exactly what's going to happen to us if we don't start acting up. If we continue to follow orders, then these men taking over women's sports, children are going to continue to get mutilated. They're going to be pumped with hormones. It's just going to get worse. You can't give these leftists an inch because then they're going to annihilate us. And that's, that's not going to work with me. You have, for, you have to get through me in order for you to get through the children. Yeah, guys, go back to that point where you see the girls that don't get any playing time anymore because the the dudes are all on the field. Yeah, they, they have the screenshot Terrible. there. I mean, that's just it should, it's really actually heartbreaking. Is and, that that Asian dude 18? Is that a, is that a dude or, or a girl? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they can just identify oh as a different God. age now. No, these are the these are the these are the boys that are competing in the women's volleyball tournament, and then all the girls are riding the bench. So those are the actual girls not allowed to compete because the guys are playing. This is assault. This should be assault. But of course, and we're the feminists, by the way. Yes, we're the, the well. The feminists are controlled by well, whoever gives them the most money. So well, they're attacking they, you. That pink yeah, news. <laughs> that's a feminist website. 
<laughs> weak women, weak women that want to victimize themselves, that want to use DEI, all of that bullshit to come after me because they can't compete against me. They can't speak the way I speak and they're controlled because they cater to special interests. I can I'm tell not, you I'm grew not, up with brothers. Yes, two other strong brothers and I am extremely grateful to them. So is this why you, you, you swam in college, you got to compete against women before men dominated the sport? <laughs> and also you saw what was being taught to children in the schools. Is this why you wanted to run? Is that why? And then you didn't see enough strong leadership in Missouri. And so now you're running for secretary of state. Not just in Missouri, but all over the world. Weak leaders. I grew up with a strong nuclear family. My mom, a badass lawyer. My father, a businessman. And I realized that if you don't do something for the people that you love, for your community, for your country, then it's all going to get tarnished. Your mother is a lawyer? Yes. What does she say about you burning the library books? Does oh, she weigh in on that one? said, Valentina, don't apologize for defending children. Oh, never. Never. I'm just, did the library say anything to you yet? When are those books due back? Uh, we'll find out. And if the, if the library wants to sue me, sue me. Go ahead, because you guys are pedophiles. You guys are aiding that. So that's not going to work with me. And... I'm ready with my army of lawyers and my army of the United States of America that's going to come after you because you guys are groomers. You guys are pedophiles. What did you have to say to Nikki Haley in that video that we just had on the screen? Nikki Haley is a communist Democrat posing as a Republican. And what I asked Nikki Haley is that if she was going to release her client list from her defense contract, that's her contracting firm. Well, I think it's fair to believe at this point many people in media and congress have stocks in the defense contractors and the weapons manufacturers that's why they Special always interest. love war we know nikki haley's always been pro-war so her people got a little aggressive with you there too yes and thankfully my brother who was in the national guard did not get aggressive i asked them you gotta be careful there. yes yes and no matter what we expose who she is she's pro-war she's pro-death i'm pro-humanity I'm pro-life, and that is someone who cannot be who cannot be president of the United States, not even governor, not even senator, because she's going to send innocent men and women to die, just like Joe Biden, just like Mallorca's. They have killed this country. They have killed innocent lives. Yeah, they've never seen a war they didn't want somebody else to die in. I, I feel like, though, this has been kind of a, a, a switch now. It used to be... And it was always just, hey, we support the military is kind of where the Republicans stood. So they would always support these wars is, oh, we're just supporting the military. I, I feel like that's changed. Republicans don't support endless wars anymore. They've realized that it's not about we don't support the military. It's about we support America. We support America's interest and specifically the American people. We don't want them to go be sent overseas to die in these wars. I mean, all these all these places we're occupying in the Middle East, they're just sitting ducks. That was proven with the drone attack that just happened in Jordan so really, I think peace is now a Republican issue. I think that it is it is switched now, and being being not necessarily, I mean, you can say it's anti-war. I'm anti-war, but it's being against endless wars, endless military spending, endless voting on these wars. I feel that that's an issue Republicans need to seize upon right now, especially while the Democrats are weak. Well, the Democrats have always been weak. That's the thing. They use DI victimization. They use the social tools to make up for their inability to compete with us because they don't produce they just whine and complain that's true that's the reality that's why they have to groom children to become democrat exactly voters. <laughs> and that's, that's really why that's is. where we have an invasion in our country more than i would say 20 million people have now entered the country also 
we have some terrorists and it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when we're going to be having terror attacks. Well, that's, Sadly. What, that's what Chris Ray told a group of police and sheriffs. We played the video yesterday. There was a sheriff from Ohio. He said, yeah, we just had a meeting with Ray. He said that we have higher terror levels right now than we did before 9-11. You know. And they say the border's secure, though. They told us the yeah, border Biden was said the, bo the border's secure. And now he has dementia, and now he oh. can't answer for all of his crimes against humanity, against the United States, against us. So for what? Why? It's, it's terrible. It is so sad that this happened to the greatest country, and that's why we need Donald Trump to get back in office because he's going to put us back on track. He's going to help Canadians. He's going to help all of these wars, and they're yeah. going to come to an end. Well, strong America really raises the rest of the world. I think that that's already been proven. We set an example for yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah, and, and, and really, we just need foreign policy that's not going to be destructive like it has been for so many years, and that's why I think some countries, like Russia, that would much rather have good relations with the West they're just saying, you know what, we want to have good relations with you, but you guys are psychotic, you're dishonest, all you care about is war and destruction. And the propaganda, look what they did to me, worldwide. They made me look into the worst human being possible. But now the people have realized this was all coordinated. And Valentina, we support you. That's what the American people are saying to me. We support you, we back you. Thank you so much for doing this. Because before, we had to comply, and now with you, we get to fight. Where did you get that flamethrower? Did we train with that? <laughs> I have a flamethrower. I don't know if I, who shot that video. Did your brother shoot that? Uh, my marketing team. I would. I don't know if I'd want to be around you with a flamethrower. Oh, I'm come on, join me. And I'm waiting for Elon uh, Musk to send me my pink flamethrower. The uh, the boring company flamethrower, I think. Absolutely, that's what we need. And I've I've been very honest from the beginning. I'm here to trigger the liberals and to bring common sense back because the bullshit that we're encountering is no longer tolerable. Yeah, but at some point you're gonna have to you're gonna have to reach out to the to the more central conservative. I mean, I know Missouri. I'm from St. Louis. A no lot of, way. Oh yeah, that's where I started. You're moving back? You're moving back? No, probably not. <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 a Texan now. No. But you know what? I what I what what I'm afraid of because I know the Missouri voter. They're really conservative. Yes. And some of them, I don't know. Maybe it's changed, but some of them don't really like to be controversial. They and like the problem. to be kind of like, oh, I don't really want to stir the pot. Oh, I don't really want to ruffle feathers. That's the problem, and I respect that. And I'm okay with being controversial. I'm okay with taking the heat because all of these Democrats, they're, they're loud, but they're useless and worthless. That's why I'm going against them. I'm a conservative, and I'm willing to take the heat. So, What's your yeah. strategy? Because you've got to hit the suburbs hard. You've got to go into the rural areas, I would imagine. Yes. Overload the ballots yeah. there. It's... It's starting. So wait, what's the process of trying to keep you off the ballot? I mean, we know what they're doing to Trump. So what are they trying to do to you? We'll find out. I'll be back in Missouri <laughs> to later tonight. Okay. Yes. You think there's going to be some news on that? There's been, yeah. Well, you know, in Oregon, they just said 13 Republicans, you can't run. They just said, you're off the ballot. You're not allowed to run. Yes, and that's tyranny. That's tyranny. So it's going to take Donald Trump to get back in office to end this BS. That's what they're afraid of. That that's why they keep saying, oh, he's going to become an authoritarian. Well, simply, I mean, put it this way, arresting criminals does not make you an authoritarian. Look at what Bukele has done for El Salvador in just a few short years. He got it done. He got the job done. He had the will, and mm -hmm. he did it, and then now it's done. And that's what we're missing. We're missing willpower and fortitude in regards to leadership within this nation, within the states. And that's something we don't have. Yeah, I, I think that that's why... 
I mean, there's a lot of reasons why they don't want Trump on the ballot. But I hope Trump has the will to do more in his next administration. I feel, like he, I feel like he left a lot on the table. He understands the game, though, a little more. A lot more, actually. I hope he, a, lo I hope a lot he, more. He needs to call. And people fear him. Look at look at what they're doing to him. Political persecution, trying to take him down left and right, and he still thrives. But think about it. They can't censor you because you're running for office. They can't censor a political candidate. That's I mean, that's <laughs> interfering in elections, right? That's what they said. Yes, exactly. They only do it to us Republicans. Yeah, not to the liberals that want to mutilate your children, that want to pump them with hormones. They're hypocrites, pieces of garbage. And then they'll say, oh, DEI, we're trying to help them with their identity. Come on, we have to affirm them. So let me ask you this. If generals don't define your gender, how does removing them affirm it? Well, they always say if you're confused about your gender, a swift kick in between the, uh, the legs will help you figure that out hey, real quick. Hey, I'll be the first one to kick somebody. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm going to get out of the studio. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, that's why they want to do this. Because then they say, they say, oh, little Johnny, you want to be a girl. Oh, yeah, my teacher told me I can be a girl. I want to be a girl. They say, oh, well, but my parents don't want me to be a girl. They tell me I can't be a girl. Oh, well, your parent is transphobic and probably a Republican. So don't worry. We'll take you to the doctor. We'll take care of you. And then, and then they'll engage in either the hormone therapies um, different drugs. They may even take them to California. I mean, that's been a story before with some parents, and they'll say, well, yeah, we'll just, we'll take you to have the trans kid surgery, and we'll just remove the parents from the process. And that's all. See, Democrats hate parents because the parents are supposed to be the authority structure of the children. Well, they want to be the authority structure. Exactly. Well, they warned us. We're here, and we're coming for your children. Yeah, that was the San Francisco men's choir. Yes, yes. And men. Well, yeah, totally. Naked. Naked as well. Yeah, they so, don't even hide it. Mm -mm. They show you the books. They tell you in the gay choir, we're coming for your children. And they, we don't take them seriously. That's the, and that is the dumbest thing that us Republicans also don't come to, to our senses. Now we got to fight back, take them seriously, and then destroy them. Because their children, our children, are no longer available for this. We're no longer subscribing to this narrative of pedophilia. No. Well, and look, it's come to the point where most I mean, a lot of parents will just say, I'm just going to remove my children from the public school system, and that's that's fine, but it shouldn't have to be that way. You shouldn't have to fear indoctrination. We should be able to utilize these things. We pay for these things. We should have a good public school section. Now we have lawlessness that is allowed. Truth is no longer permissible. Truth is whatever we say is... Truth is a, a, a man yeah. can get pregnant now. Yeah. Truth yeah. is Joe Biden is mentally fit. <laughs> yes. Also Trudeau with him putting tampons in men's bathrooms. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, what you is know, that? Here's what I don't, <laughs> you know, what's funny about this too is I, if this was going on when I was in school, I, I feel like we would have had a field day. I mean, honestly, we would have bullied these teachers. I, I mean, literally, like we would have bullied them. We would, if they were to come to the class like waving a gay flag, like, oh, hi, class, like, I'm a woman today, I'm, I'm bi, I'm non-binary, we would have been like, oh, my gosh, this is comedy hour, let's yeah. go. Throw some tampons. <laughs> I mean, literally, though, like, so, I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that doesn't really go on anymore. We've but... gotten too soft. We've gotten too soft, too comfortable, too pampered. That's the thing. Yeah, this nation has been so great that we no longer appreciate what it took to make it great. All right, well, now, maybe, uh, maybe I'll put in a good word for you with some of the, uh, hey, hey, you want a little, you need to, they need to investigate Cori Bush 
you know, I may congresswoman in my. I may or may not know some things because I have some friends and family in St. Louis. But let me tell you, there's more there's more wasteful spending going on than people realize. Mm -hmm. You might find uh, maybe some you know brand new Cadillacs and stuff. Wow. I mean, I have a Prius, so. <laughs> well, call Cory Bush. That's, I've heard that she yeah. has really nice vehicles. And also, she, Seriously pays, nice. she pays really well her security guard. Well, her that's after you, uh, yeah. you, know, you sleep with her. Then yeah, she pays you exactly. really well. That's how, that, that's how that story goes. All right, Valentina Gomez, where can people follow your campaign and support you? Of course, you can find me on Valentina for Missouri on Instagram. And my website is ValentinaForMissouri.com. And on X, Valentina for SOS. All right, let's uh, make sure that we get a lot of followers there on our Twitter account, get these videos to go viral. I, I wouldn't want to be around her with a flamethrower, but the videos are, uh, are are viral potential. And and we need this attitude more in the Republican Party as well. Just, you know, you, you want to show our kids pornography in the classroom, we're just going to go ahead and burn those books. So you call us book burners. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll burn pornography. Let's have the conversation. Valentina, thank you very much. Thank you very much. God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. I'm not perfect, I'm under a lot of stress, but if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com, and that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer 
Nitric boosters, it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. Bill Gates up through that little chicken deck. Uh, you know how he walks, like, uh, like a demonic elf. Hey, Bill Gates. Uh, got Angelina Jolie going, uh, children. I am Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm Piz Morgan. Ever seen a Choini? My name's Glenn Beck. That's Hillary. Hold on, I'm Gary Johnson. Hi, this is Barack Obama without my teleprompter. I was raised by the Ford Foundation and Carnegie Endowment. Welcome to McDonald's. May I help you? I'm Bernie Sanders. Chris Hazel's glasses like he's a little smart guy. Rachel Meadow. Thank you, Satan, for all your love. Signed, Cheryl Sandberg. Job of the hut. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm the amazing Wendy. I am Optimus Prime. I am William F. of Buckley of the Sun. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today and be the reason we're still on the air. Receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Dismantling the leftist propaganda machine, it's Owen Schroyer. to Nick Sortor, and it, it, it would appear he's still in Maui dealing with this story. It's uh, it, it's something we can't forget about. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, everything we do here is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com so we can give a platform to great candidates like Valentina Gomez and great guests like Nick Sortor and, and raise these big stories. It's all possible with your support at InfoWarsStore.com. So please shop at InfoWarsStore.com. And if you like this show, that's how you can keep it on air, InfoWarsStore.com. All right, now, Nick, the other day you were uh, able to get into a Twitter Spaces live on the Alex Jones Show, and, and you brought up a really great point that doesn't get discussed enough. Not not just how, and, and this is, you know, it kind of comes with the territory and media, and I, and I know you understand, but it's like stories come and they go, and, and we tend to forget about them, and we tend to kind of leave them behind, and, and Maui might be one example of that but you you called in and you made a great point you said hey look i'm down here in maui uh lahaina is still burned to the ground the people aren't getting any answers and they're not getting any help but this bill has tens of billions of dollars for israel and for ukraine where's the help for the people in maui so expand on that a little bit but but really your boots on the ground what is going on in maui what has the aftermath been since the lahaina wildfire Man, so, Owen, I have been here for uh, this time over three weeks at this point. And, you know, I originally came here back in September. I decided to come back for a follow-up in January. I was not supposed to be here this long. But th this has gotten so, I, I mean, it, this is, the response effort is a disaster in and of itself. I mean, you, you people can't get aid. They're having to move off the island at this point. You know, one of my good friends that I was staying on his couch while I was here last time now had to move off the island because he lost his business and he's not getting any aid from the federal government uh, or the state government or any governments around here. It just seems like more and more at this, this point, these people here are getting frustrated. They're, they're now believing that this is a land grab. Even people that said I was a big conspiracy theorist before saying that this was 
possibly a land grab, are now coming back to me saying, Nick, this looks like a land grab at this point because they're intentionally slow walking the relief efforts and the cleanup at this point. You know, like you're not allowed to clean up your own property. Uh, they're clearing an average of maybe two lots per day at this point. Uh, and there are 2,100 lots. So you can do the math on that. It's going to take several years to even start the rebuilding process after cleanup because they're not letting anybody uh, touch their property until after every single lot is cleaned up at this point. And the mortgage moratorium is about to end, which means that a lot of these people are going to lose their properties. So they, they're going to pay a mortgage on, on a, a structure that's not even there anymore. And they have, there's nothing they can do about it. Well, well, as you said, that was one of the, I mean, quote unquote, conspiracy theories was that this whole thing was a land grab. And it, and it sounds there's even more evidence to support such theories now. But when you say, OK, so move off the island, I, I mean, that's what they would want. So their mortgages will expire. Mm -hmm. They're going to move off the island. Well, what happens next? Well, what happens next is then you're going to see a bunch of people having to dump the properties over here. If they can't afford to hold on and pay the note for the next five to seven years without actually being able to use the property, without it actually being their home, they're not going to have any choice but to either get foreclosed on or sell it for pennies on the dollar. And that's exactly how this is going. There was just a condo uh, about two weeks ago, the first one that, uh, that ended up selling in Lahaina, where they were no longer able to, uh, and they knew that the moratorium was about to end. They knew they couldn't afford the mortgage because they can't live there anymore. And so they ended up selling it for $140,000 after buying it for $600,000 two years ago. So, and then they moved off the island. They don't have a choice. Okay, well, we've There's seen- There's no structure. They didn't even buy the structure. They just bought the, 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 the property at this point. We've seen hurricanes go through areas. I mean, specifically, there was one that recently went through Florida, very devastating. They were able to rebuild. And so why can't they rebuild Lahaina? Why are, why are they unable to rebuild? Well, you know what? You, you'd think that the, the, uh, the strongest government in the world would be able to come in here and make that happen. However, they've done the opposite. FEMA has actually created a, a, a homeless crisis in and of, you know, just with, with their response, because they're coming out here and they waited so long to bring any aid to the area that now they're having to desperately look for housing for these residents that lost everything in the fire. So what they're doing is they're going to landlords of people that weren't directly affected by the fire and now telling the landlord, OK, we're going to give you between 130 and 300 percent of the rent you're getting right now. But you have to move out your current tenant and put our tenants in there. So these people that have now lost their businesses and their jobs and, you know, don't have many sources of income at this point, because, you know, even if they're getting unemployment, it's only, you know, seven, eight hundred dollars a month. They can't afford to pay the extra rent. That's why they're ending up in tents on the beach over here, uh, you know, in, in some of the, the city parks. And it, it, the, the tent cities are getting bigger and bigger every day. Owen. It, it is it's, it's disheartening. And that's why I'm still here. It's just getting worse. Well, where are the construction crews? Where, where are the cleanup crews? Why, why aren't there crews there around the clock? I mean, really, I, I would say the devastating and the devastation in a concentrated area might be worse than a hurricane. But when you look at what happened, again, I'll just use the most recent example, the hurricane that went through Florida, much larger area got destroyed. I mean, that was a massive hurricane, destroyed a very large landmass. They were, they were there around the clock rebuilding, and they got pretty much everything going now. What, I mean, 
What's the explanation for the absence here? Well, the explanation for the absence is that at this point, you are not allowed to, as I said earlier, you're not allowed to bring your own contractors on here. There are no private companies out here besides the ones that have been specifically contracted by the government. So you're not allowed to touch your own property, as I said. You know, in these other areas, it seems like, you know, if you do have a hurricane or whatever, you have the Army Corps of Engineers. That's what they're for. They're supposed to be aiding in relief efforts like this, but they have they've hardly been activated. There's like uh, there's there's I've seen probably I think the total now is like 20 people from the Army Corps of Engineers that are here. And that's just not nearly enough for a town of this size with twenty one hundred lots that need to be cleared. Uh, and they have to clear six inches into the soil as well. So it takes a lot, a lot of truckloads every day. They're only running seven trucks out here. It's going to take it's going to take five to seven years at this point. And that's that should not be acceptable for the United States of America. And I'm telling you, Owen, this is a big cover up at this point. They are desperately trying to force people to forget about this. Uh, to make it go away. FEMA is a facade. All they're there for is to make the federal government look like they're actually doing something. And then once the media attention goes away, FEMA goes away, and they, and they hardly do anything. Mm. It's it's really sad for these people out here. And, man, there's so much more to this story than even I've said so far because, you know, we're talking about there was a mainland contractor that got like $500 million to clear the land but only has – you know, like 15 people a day doing it. So that that, that private company off of uh, the mainland is pulling in like $250 per man hour, uh, and they're hardly getting anything done. So, I mean, they're, they're making out like bandits on this. And why? That's a pretty good question. Yeah, and, and again, I think the comparison you bring up, if you want to kind of just reach the lowest common denominator and, and keep it simple, stupid, as the KISS method goes – how is it that Ukraine gets unlimited billions of dollars? Israel, which has plenty of money, gets unlimited billions of dollars. But the people in, in, in Lahaina, which is just a small area. I mean, we should be able to get this thing done in a year. I understand it was devastating. And, and look, we're, we're up against a break here, and I want to continue to dig into this story on the other side. But, but just quickly in 30 seconds, I mean, does the city still completely appear to be completely devastated? Like, has anything been rebuilt? No, not a single thing has been rebuilt, Owen, because they wouldn't even, they didn't even start cleanup until two weeks ago. Keep in mind, this disaster happened six months ago, and they still haven't, just now, they just started this minuscule cleanup effort. And again, it's to force people out of here. I truly believe that most of the residents do at this point as well. It's really sad. Okay, well, that's great. That's and, a great segue because I wanted to ask you that in the next segment. What are the residents telling you? Nick Sortor is our guest, and, and he's on the ground in Maui talking about this when nobody else is. All right, I've been on air 29 plus years. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I'm about to say here on air right now is the most important thing I've ever broken down. And I go through life seeing the average people out there, even our better people that are somewhat awake, not realizing that what we're covering, what we're getting into, isn't some side issue, isn't the central issue, it's everything. The future of our species together. And I've studied the globalists and how they operate for more than 35 years. 
and I read their documents that they'd written in the 50s, and as I've said many times, they got their plan done by the 70s. And then I saw their plan in the 70s for the 90s, and they got that done. Then I saw their plan in the 90s for the 2000s. Here we are. And now we have front row seats to global government, forced depopulation, and a collapsed civilization. And privately, I know basically all the top people that are resisting it. And they're getting closer and closer to coming completely out with the truth. But that's a day late and a dollar short. They got to go public now with all this. Because there's not a lot of time left. Greetings, my stupid American friends. We interrupt this program with Obama, I mean Biden's internet kill switch, to let you all know you are seeing illegal information. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. We are surveilling and censoring and working with our good friends in Big Tech to make sure that none of you are able to stop the final phases of collapsing the Western world, namely America. We take your children, your borders, your freedom. We Our information operation against you pathetic Americans has gone quite well. That's right. We outlaw TikTok in our country, but we use it to demoralize you here. In China, we teach families and strength and hard work. But what we do to you, well, you know what we've done to you. Because this is proof of how China is making all of us dumber with TikTok. I mean, just take a look at these videos and you'll see a suspicious difference between the TikTok we know versus China's version of TikTok, Douyin. Because while our version of TikTok is being fed with just more of this and this. Well, the people of China only get served more of this. Teachers in classrooms, science experiments for kids, showcasing architecture and technology, even sports. You can easily say that this is just because of cultural differences, but let me remind you, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is Chinese. But isn't it true that you let us do it? Only watch CNN and do what Biden, Joe Biden, tells you to do. But whatever you do, do not go to InfoWarsStore.com and get new book, The Great Awakening. Awakening is not good. Stay asleep and die. <laughs> and whatever you do, do not get a fundraiser signed copy. That might keep them on the air. It will demoralize people greatly. Once we have shut down Alex Jones, do not awaken. Do not read Alex Jones' book, The Great Awakening. Do not get it, InfoWarsStore.com. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. still the rubble behind him and this is pretty wild there's there's a lot of different angles to this and we've got into a couple of them the lack 
of response, the lack of rebuilding effort. Of course, the unlimited money for Israel or Ukraine or anywhere else on the planet, but not for Lahaina and Maui. Okay, so so this leads us to the whys, and, and maybe we'll get into some of those whys. We addressed one, it's a giant land grab, and maybe there's some other stuff going on that Nick Sortor can talk about. But first, Nick, I was going to ask you this, and you lead, you, you lead me into this with your last comments in the last segment. What are the locals saying to you? What, what do the locals think is going on? What are they saying to you? They're getting increasingly frustrated, Owen. I mean, you have these people that they don't have any, they keep being moved from place to place to place to place by FEMA. So they have no, you know, some of the, they put them in, in the hotels over here for a little while. And then FEMA's like, okay, well, we got to move you somewhere else. And this happens, you know, almost, uh, you know, one to two times per month for some of these residents where they don't have any sort of, you know, there's no prospect for them to rebuild their house anytime soon. And they also can't even trust the, the the fact that, like, their temporary home, that they can even call a home. They're just waiting on that call every single day to figure out, okay, you know, where are they going to move me to this time? Are they going to tell me that they're no longer going to provide me housing like they're doing to, to multiple people that I've talked to that are now in these tent cities are popping up, not just down here, but in Kahului, which is 45 minutes on the other side of the island uh, for these people to stay in. And as these... The, the, as this goes on, people aren't knowing whether or not this is government ineptitude or if it's being done intentionally. There were a lot of people in the beginning that were rallying around their governor and mayor, thinking that they were doing the best for this community. But now, based on the way that it's been handled, where you can't talk to the governor, he won't come out here and talk to any of the people. The mayor hides. The police chief, which blocked the roads and wouldn't let anybody out. I posted those 911 calls a couple of days ago. I'm not sure if you heard them, but people were literally being forced back into the fire when they were Those are on your escape. Twitter account? And they are on my Twitter account, yes. We'll pull those up. Keep going. And I'll be I'll be posting even more. And uh but you know, it, it, you you see these these people that are just desperate in this situation and the only people that survived are the ones that disobeyed the government that day. And I've, I've talked to several people that were in that exact same situation. I talked to a business owner where, you know, they worked on, uh, you know, it was a, a, a plumber, right? And so they had the, the, the trucks and everything that had four-wheel drive. They were calling the boss and saying, man, they're putting us back in the fire. He said, use that four-wheel drive. That's what you got it for. Go around. And that's exactly what they did, and they survived. And, and, and that's, that is a question that nobody will answer here. Nobody in the government here wants to answer the question as to who closed the roads and why every single road leading out from the fire zone was closed that day you could not get out you know unless you had a vehicle that was capable of doing so or you got out and ran you had hundreds of people jumping in the ocean over here and it still took and people died in the ocean as well because the coast guard took several hours to respond my god they told me an anonymous source told me you know from the coast guard told me that they found out about the people in the water from x but they were shutting right. off power. They were shutting off water. They were shutting down the roads. Mm -hmm. Well, right. this thing just gets worse and worse the more we learn about it now, even months yep. later. Uh, now, okay, so what are the conclusions that the locals are reaching? I mean, because certainly they're reaching conclusions at this point. Yeah, well, the biggest conclusion is that it's a uh, that that it's a land grab, right? I know that's something that we've been saying from the start here, but, uh, you know, I I... I People don't want to believe, some people do, but 
not everybody believes, you know, as this goes on, people think worse and worse and worse of the situation where, you know, they, they don't know why it started. They don't know why there was a, there was a fire that was in the morning. Okay. That was extinguished. And, uh, and then they sent all the firefighters to another part of the Island. So there were no firefighters here in Lahaina. And then all of a sudden, conveniently, a second fire popped up in a different spot the same day after the, they're saying that the they're trying to blame it on the electric company, but supposedly the lines were already de-energized. So how did the fire start with an electrical wire when the lines were already uh, de-energized? That that's another big question that these people have here. They really don't want to, and nor do I. I don't want to jump to the conclusion that the government actually started the fire. But man, there are so or somebody. many quote unquote coincidences, and you're showing this video right now of. Uh, you know, cars that are burned out. There were a lot of bodies that were in those cars. You know, there were children, multiple children that I know that I've been, I've corroborated from multiple different sources where they were finding the remains of children in those vehicles. The government says only two children died. Oh, there were multiples of that just on one street. Well, what about the just children that were street? missing that we never heard anything about? So th there is a... I know there's been a lot of talk about missing children, and I, there was this thing floating around where there were like a thousand missing children or something. There were a thousand missing people in the beginning, uh, but at, at this point, it, it doesn't seem like they were children. Now, I've dug into this story as much as humanly possible. I do know that there were a lot of entire families that were killed in this, meaning that a lot of times you wouldn't actually, nobody else is looking for those children, right? So... It's not necessarily in 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 one of the nine one one calls actually that you uh, uh, that you'll hear on there when you listen to them. It's this lady desperately calling, asking for the fire department to save her children that are in one of the houses because she's on the other side of the island, and they don't have a car or anything. And they basically tell her that she's on her own. Good luck. And these are young children, didn't have a car or anything. They couldn't go anywhere. But you know. The government is not being honest with us about the actual numbers. Well, that's the what I was going to ask. How many died? Do we have a tally? Do we know how many died? Well, the government tally is 99. However, that number went from like 180 down to 99 confirmed. You know, they said 180 confirmed and then goes down to 99, which doesn't re – they waited a couple of months to, to revise that number. And it's like, okay, well, is it because nobody was looking for these other people that died? Possibly. And uh, it, it, but not a single person that I've talked to here on the island believes that number. They now believe that they have been lied to about the number of children dying and uh, and the number of people in general dying. Keep in mind, Owen, the the population of children under 18 on Maui is 28 percent. And you're telling me that only two percent of the deaths were children. I'm sorry, your numbers don't. The, the math ain't math, Owen. Well, now. The, de the, the, the representatives there, there's two uh, representatives, both Democrats. There's two senators, both Democrats, mayor, Democrat, governor, Democrat. W what are they doing? All right. Well, so I attempted to go to Washington, D.C. Uh, when I was up there last time in December, and I tried to confront both of them, Brian Schatz, uh, the senator, and uh, Maisie Hirono, which is by far the dumbest and most useless member of Congress. Uh, you'll hear that from a lot of different people. Uh, they both when I uh, when I went into Maisie Hirono's office and I, I told them my name, they immediately took me out. So because they knew who I was at that point because I had been screaming so long about it. I had been hitting her for so long about it, about not doing anything. Brian Schatz, the other Democrat senator from Hawaii, 
has been tweeting the last few days complaining about the fact that oh well ukraine's not getting any aid now or whatever and you i'm like brian you haven't bothered even once mentioning the fact that maui's not getting any aid you rec- you you represent the people here but it seems like you're more of a representative of ukraine than you are here because you know you have the the sba luckily somebody from the uh the small business committee uh has now reached out to me within the past couple of days uh, because I was sounding the alarm on all these business owners that are losing their businesses because Joe Biden and the and his small business administration aren't aren't paying out these loans or people that were approved for disaster relief loans six months ago. The money still hasn't cleared in their account. They're getting every single excuse in the book. Therefore, they got to close down shop, move off the island. That's just another reason it seems like they're doing this intentionally. How many things can they mess up? How many coincidences can there be? before we you know start getting to the conclusion that this is intentional well i want to do uh let's do five more minutes and maybe get into the more conspiratorial sure. side of these things because i i mean look I, i'm not trying to disrespect your reporting but but i mean people are talking about space lasers dealing with this stuff and so i mean i, I want to know if anybody down there is talking i'm not saying space laser but some i mean was there a weapon involved in this i mean when i look at this devastation that we've seen on the screen, this looks like more than just a wildfire. I mean, this looks like this was done intentionally, uh, like with military technology even. So Nick Sortor is our guest. We're going to rejoin him uh, in the next segment. We're going to do five more minutes with him. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, support us at InfoWarsStore.com so that we can get great reporters like Nick on the air to tell these stories. Because, like I said, when he called into the Alex Jones show the other day, I was like, oh, yeah, Maui. Like, nobody's talking about this. Well, this is still an in, a very interesting story that never really got concluded, and it hasn't even been properly addressed or fixed. So we'll be right back with more. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It cost us so much to make, and now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gauge. My friends, Alex Jones here to tell you about some of the most important information concerning you and your family's health. Radiation levels have more than doubled in the last 60 years in the Northern Hemisphere from all of the nuclear testing and radiological accidents. Radioactive contamination is now in most of the food supply. There's only two ways to avoid this. Move south of the equator or properly protect your thyroid with nascent iodine. Looking to protect my family, I've done deep research. Nascent iodine is the purest 
best, cleanest, absolute best form of iodine to protect yourself and your family. It's made right here in the USA, completely non-GMO. I searched out the best quality and now have developed a double-strength form of nascent iodine exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com. Nascent iodine is on record as one of the only safe ways to detox from fluoride poisoning. Survival Shield Nascent Iodine. Secure your super high-quality nascent iodine today at InfoWarsLife.com. That's InfoWarsLife.com. 